you know, over the years, you know, you meet so many different people and then, and some people, you know, just take it. They go, right. Okay. We're going back to the basics. And, and some people need a little bit of encouragement to, to go that way. Cause they think that they're very specific about the issues that they have and that's just what they want to work on. But um, yeah, actually going back to those basics, it's, yeah, it's the key, I think. Welcome to the Effortless Swimming Podcast, the show that helps swimmers and triathletes love the water, become a better swimmer and live a better life. Here's your host, Brenton Ford. Welcome to the Effortless Swimming Podcast. My guest today is Irene Katz from Swim Fit for Life. She's based up in far north Queensland there in, uh, in Port Douglas primarily. So uh, Irene, welcome to the podcast. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Brenton. We, we met a couple of years ago. I can't even think about how long ago it was now because everything's a blur. But yeah. you, uh, you're similar to myself in you coach adults and a lot of adults that maybe haven't got any swimming background or adults who have learned to, learned to swim as, uh, in, their, in their older age. So uh, I think we've got a lot of similarities there. And on this podcast today, I want to talk about from your experience, what are those things that have helped uh, those swimmers who have learned later on in life uh, to become more efficient, enjoy the water more and become better swimmers? And you recently uh, came up with the, we've got to get right, the, the four foundations of, of freestyle, which you use as like your, uh, I guess your structure of helping people yeah. improve. And I think to have that, that base or that, um, that philosophy that, that you've come up with that you use to work with swimmers is, is, and I've done something similar over the past few years with my philosophy on helping people do that with the um, five core principles of fast freestyle. So I want to talk about um, uh, what, uh, or what made you sort of think of these things and come up with them uh, over the last couple of months. Yeah. So, well, I mean, you must have it as well. Like a lot of adults who are just getting into swimming or want to get better, they have these, these issues of I'm struggling with breathing or I just can't, you know, can't get certain things right. Can't get that catch. Um, and it just, it just always comes down to having those in, in, in my view, those four foundations, right. Um, and you know, it just slowly, the more you coach and the more you help people, um, I started realizing that I was the same pattern with everyone and it really seemed to work. It really made them understand how swimming really worked and, and how freestyle works. Like the thing is like, we, we all move on land since, you know, since we were born and, and moving through air is just so much different than moving through water. Um, and, and if you're new to that, it's, it's really important to actually understand how it all works and, and yeah, just, just getting the basics right to then be able to, to really work on those little things that will get you that few seconds faster instead of the big things at first that will really just help you to, um, to just, you know, get that first 100 meters or that first yeah. 400 meters, right? So, yes, that's really how I slowly just realized that the story was pretty similar, how I was helping people. And, and yeah, just by putting it down on paper and, mm -hmm. and writing it out, I started to realize that it was, that, that was it. Like that would really help people if they would understand that. Yeah, that's great. I found when I first started coaching that I was just using everything that I'd picked up from other coaches or I'd read in books or seen in videos and DVDs. And then with enough time and enough of actual people and working through their, the problems that they encounter and the challenges that, that you get uh, given a coach to try and help that person, you eventually come up with your, 
your own way of doing things, which is generally based on what you either your experience or what what you had been told and that kind of thing. But then you come up with your own thing, and it sounds yeah. like that's 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 where you're at at the moment. And so, um, with with people who are pretty new, they might not be able to do the, their first hundred. So where where do you generally start? What are you looking for? Watching them them swim. Well, I, th I think the first the first thing, and which is the first foundation as well, is just that body position. Um, like the basic formula of swimming, which I come back to so many times as well, is is the first thing is reducing your drag, reducing your resistance, because water is so much denser than air that that is a really important part. Um, and yeah, just realizing how you can balance yourself in the water and having that horizontal body position and having your legs up. Uh, you know, head down, bum up kind of thing. <laughs> Just getting getting that basic right um, straight away puts people in a position where they start to realize that they can actually glide through the water instead of having to fight their way through the water, which is usually the first big light bulb moment. Yeah, and, and, and what, are you, what are some of the things that you do with them to help them find that body position and improve it? So, yeah, it, it, it starts pretty simple, like, you know, just pushing off the wall and, you know, have, you, have your arms in front of you or have them next to you and just by looking straight down instead of, because I guess when you're new to swimming, you kind of, the, the thing you want to do is have your head up and like be close to the air to get breath, but starting to realize that when you push your head down and look straight down that it helps to keep your legs up. So just yeah, pushing off the wall, arms in front of you, arms next to you, easy kick and just, yeah, just having a play with that balance. Like I, the, fir the first foundation I like to call hold your balance because it, it, it's all about that. Just realizing if you push down in the front, the back comes up or, you know, it's, yeah. it, it all works together. Yeah, that's, it's so true, isn't it? Like you, as a, someone coming brand new to anything, like you just, you don't know anything, right? Like you just, uh, and it's no surprise that people first get in and they might have their head. So a guy sent me a video recently, actually, and he just, he couldn't swim about 50 or hundred meters and he's swimming. He swam about 10 or 15 meters before he had to stop, but he's swimming with his head just in the water, but the rest of it's just being held way up because he wants to be near the surface just to be able yeah. to lift the head up. So yeah. it's just, it's just what uh, instinctually happens there. And, and you don't know if you, to, get into a, a streamlined position you know people just push off and if their arms are there we can see it's oh my god that is slowing you down so much all you got to do is just bring it in a little bit closer 10 times better so it's just uh it, it really is basics but people don't know those basics if they're if they're brand new yeah yeah i feel like the first few sessions i have with people that are new to swimming that there's just so many light bulb moments it's just yeah. like one after the other like oh if you do this that happens and they're like oh wow <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, so yeah, it, it's it's so it's so good to be able to help people that way. But yeah, so that 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 first just body position, I think, is the most important part. Like most, you you would have it as well. Most people show up for the first time and their, their legs are just hanging down, um, and that's just creating so much resistance, and you're just not in a in a good position in the water to to have a strong stroke. So that's. Mm that's really the first one and with that balance as well comes that rotation too so um you know in swimming you never lay flat in the water you're either just to the left or just to the right um i move my head at the moment but <laughs> you don't want to do that uh, keep your <laughs> head still 
but yeah, just just that balance there as well. Like if you've never really moved in the water, it's 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 really quite hard to just lay like slightly rotated to one side in the water and just stay there for a little bit. Um, which in like a few steps down the road, you'll you'll need that to actually be able to glide because if you can't balance, you can't glide. Um, so yeah, just these basics, just that first balance of how the water works and how you can hold your body in the water is just this first massive, massive step and realization for a lot of people. So you're doing some, sounds like discovery sort of drills or exercises to get them just to experiment a little bit yeah. with, with some, some changes there. And, and what are you doing with them to get comfortable being on their, being on their side and, and getting them to be able to figure out uh, you know that that not going too far you know not um not being too flat how, how are you going about that yeah it's it i think it's just a lot of feedback to what they're doing um because the other thing with swimming is you, you can't see yourself like if you if you do any other exercise you can just put a mirror up and you see what you're doing but in swimming you just you, you don't know it so if you can't see yourself it's really hard to realize what you're doing so just by giving that constant feedback you know after every little bit so the balance is just a matter of, you know, one arm out, one arm next to you, kicking slightly on your side. Um, you know, it's easier to go all the way on your side. So usually that happens first and then we have to bring it back a little bit. Um, but yeah, just that constant feedback and just letting them try different things and, and realize what feels good and what does not feel good and what will help you in the future um, seems to work really well. Are you using bins with everyone or some people <laughs> yes the good old kick it's it's an interesting one um some people rock up and they're great and they're great kickers and i have to sorry guys but usually it's the girls that are <laughs> that seem to be better with their kicking um but yeah if, if the kicking is good and are comfortable doing it I, I tend to not get the fins in i'm just trying to keep it as simple as possible but yeah if, if kicking is an issue fins is a great idea just to get that momentum going and and you know not move backwards when you're trying to kick um actually go forward um and the fins help of course you're kicking as well in the end of the day it helps to give you a bit more flexibility in your ankles and a bit more strength um so it's yeah if your kicking is not great to start with yes chuck the fins on <laughs> yeah it's hard to uh it's hard to find your balance on your side when you're going backwards with your kick right yes. so uh, <laughs> you need some sort of propulsion yeah forwards yes and it happens i've seen it uh the, the other thing that really helps through the first three steps of this plan really is um the spin snorkel as well um i i didn't get on board with it straight away i was kind of like mm, another toy like do we really need this but just having that snorkel and not having to worry about stopping for breath or or anything it just makes everything so much calmer um, you can just really focus on on what you're doing so the swim snorkel is definitely something i would advise as well to new swimmers do you have some people who struggle with the snorkel just breathing being comfortable with the breathing will they take water up their nose or anything like yes. that initially yeah there's there's a few people that use the, the snorkel with the nose clip um or yeah just just kind of guiding them through it realizing that you know you can breathe out through your nose or well, the bit of pressure just on your nose seemed to work quite well. But yeah, sometimes a nose clip is just the easiest way to go. It, I think in the beginning when you learn how to swim, there's so much going on already. Like everything else that you can do to just make it easier, more comfortable, go for it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and, and even just 
wearing a snorkel can take a little bit of practice sometimes. Like when, yes. when we run our clinics, uh, we recommend that people snorkels, not everyone, we don't make it a requirement, but yeah. I've just got some, uh, some nose clips in my, my bag for those swimmers that are pushing off, coming up after five meters and going, <laughs> I took like they've, they've taken water into their lungs. It feels like, because, uh, yeah. they're just not used to that. So, um, I carry some extra nose clips for, for that, yeah, for that reason, idea. because it's um, so different. Yeah. So I might have that from you, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that's that's the first that yes. is that body position balance. And then yes. what do you move on to next? Next one is just understanding water and how to find your grip. Um, water is a funny thing. Like if you try to grab it, it runs through your fingers. If you slap it or if you've ever done a belly flop in the pool, you know it can be very hard as well. Um, so just understanding how you can find your strength because with swimming, it really doesn't matter how strong you are, how many muscles you have. It, it's about finding that grip um, on the water. Um, so, yeah, just just realizing how to move through the water. Um, and I guess it's an e the natural thing for people is to, to go for the easiest way to pull your arm through the water because, you know, it feels easy and that's what we're looking for, right? Uh, but I guess with just that, that actual stroke in the water, it's about finding the hardest way to get your arm back because that means you're getting most out of it. Um, so, yeah, just, just understanding that moving water doesn't give you anything. So the water that you're, you're just, just underneath your body um, that's moving because you just pushed your body through it. Um, so if you see people like kind of trying to catch the water underneath their body, it, it's not really going to help you. Um, but if you go a little bit wider where the water is still, you can actually grip it and you can push uh, push yourself forward from that water. And it really goes from kind of, you know, the feeling of moving your arms through air. It goes to the feeling of moving your arms through mud or even pushing off a concrete wall in the end of the day, uh, which is, you know, the, mm. what we're all aiming for. Um, but, yeah, just just practicing that so you know the, the good old sculling always comes back to that one um it's, it's a bit of a funny one because when you try to teach people how to swim freestyle and you start sculling they straight away go uh, how uh, how is this yeah, gonna help gonna, you feel it? <laughs> but it's it's just so good to just get that feel of the water just you know sculling where you move your, your hand in and out from side to side just trying to keep that constant pressure on the palm of your hand um, in the end of the day, that constant pressure, that's what we're looking for in the stroke as well. So, yes, just, just understanding how to find your strength and your power in the water is the, is the next one. Yeah, thinking about the swimmers that I've worked with who are, who are newer to it, the adults, there, there definitely is a tendency to either have quite a, a drop of the elbow, so they're just sort of bringing their hand through the water and just this, the, the, they're thinking that the aim is to just go from up here in front of the shoulder back to the hip and it doesn't really matter you just that's yeah. that's that's where you've got to go um and so often they follow the easiest path or often there's that tendency to be very like really close to the body as you were yeah. you were and when you go that little bit deeper and you get the fingertips pointing down there's it's, it's harder and you're like oh okay that's that's working maybe my lats or my shoulders a little bit more yeah. and initially yeah, coming to it with no experience is like well, right because that feels like yeah. it's a bit of hard work so yeah. you move away from it <laughs> yes exactly you're scared to kind of hurt your shoulders or do the wrong thing 
but that that's really what we're going for like yeah just just getting most out of every stroke getting your efficiency um yeah sort of sculling but then when you actually get to swimming just counting your strokes every lap um just gives you such such a good idea especially when you train by yourself and uh, you don't have a coach to look at you just just counting your strokes and trying to get that number down like my my magic numbers don't know about yours but <laughs> my magic numbers it's about when, i always say when you get to like 20 strokes for 25 meters or 40 strokes for 50 meters you're, you're heading in the right direction mm. yeah exactly right and it's I, I think you're right it's a good way to know whether or not the changes you're making particularly with your catch uh uh improving you or or not and i was working with um, two swimmers last week, um, just, just locally here. And we were basically working on different things each, but we just had them, I had them do two fifties go just no, not thinking about your break to swim for the first 50, take 20 seconds and then swim back and then practice this change that we're, that we're working on. And they made those changes really well. And for both of them, it was four or five strokes less for that 50 when they, when they got right. And actually one of the swimmers, she was, um, on, on both arms, actually, she was really wide through that first part of the catch, like wide and sharp. It's got to come in, follow that better path. And for her, it just it's so much more direct, a little bit deeper. She's getting a bit more water and, and you can see the immediate results. So it's such a good way for people to self, self-coach their yeah. technique. Now, you're probably not going to look to hold that same really low stroke count when you're starting to pick. And I think that's what some people don't tend to understand initially. Yeah. They think... All right, if, as long as I hit 40 strokes for this 50, then I'm good. But obviously stroke rates are um, a factor there. If you're looking for speed, but if you're just looking to, if you're learning how to swim, then yeah. it's certainly a good indicator. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, it, it always gets a bit confusing. We start sprinting and they still try to have that 20 strokes. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you can go higher now. It's okay. But yeah, but, e- but even if you swim, you know, if you train by yourself and you swim an 800 or a kilometer, um, it, like it's a good idea to just count your strokes every so many laps and, and, you know, it's a good gauge as, you know, if, if you're still holding your form, if you're still holding your technique, if you go from 20 to a few hundred meters later, all of a sudden have 26 strokes, you know, that you're kind of falling apart <laughs> to yeah. say, it, say it nicely. So it's, yeah, I, I do it as well. I train by myself usually. And, um, yeah, it, it gives, just gives you a good idea. Like time combined with your stroke count gives you quite a good idea of how you're going. And are there any other exercises or or things you'll get people to think about to help them with that part of the stroke? Yeah, so it's well one of those light bulb moments as well. You mentioned it before as well. Is just that that bending your elbow and understanding why that's so important. So just you know, usually when you coach someone, they're in the pool anyway. So just making that comment of if if I would ask you to push up, push yourself up out of the pool right now how you know you wouldn't try to do that with straight arms you wouldn't be able to get out of the pool you would automatically bend your elbows and have about a 90 degree angle because that's when you're strongest and that's when you start using your lats and some stronger muscles um and just realizing that that's how you're going to get you find your strength um it's just one of those other little light bulb moments where people go oh okay yes because it, it's it's yeah. not a hard thing to do but you just got to realize it um, and, and understand why it's so important. Yeah. And I, I've found with some swimmers who, who are, who are quite new and they have that very straight and deep with the, yeah. the arms, there's no bend at all with a couple of them. I've, I've found that when they go from 
being completely deep and straight to then getting that bend in the elbow off. A lot of them will sometimes not keep that reach and extension. In. So they're, they're yeah. so focused on being bent with the elbows that they're just, it's all bent the whole way yeah. through. And yeah. so sometimes it's like, all right, we'll add this into the stroke. We've got a bit of bend in the elbows to help with your catch. And all right, that's good. Uh, but now we're not reaching and extending and maybe we're coming out short. Short. Yeah, they're coming out short. It's a big one too. Like as soon as you start talking about a bent elbow, they, they, they come out like <laughs> you know, a belly button. I'm like, no, 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 no. We do, we do want to go further. But yeah, it's just, I think so much of it is just, realizing and learning how it all works like when you people never really learned how to swim freestyle um a lot of people seem to think it's just kind of this like round you know circle kind of movement mm. um, and it, it's it's so not like it's more of like an, an oval kind of shape like when you start to pull through and then you come over like it, it, there's no full circle whatsoever yeah. um so just visualizing things like that as well help really really helps to to get it right even just with the timing looking in the mirror so someone you know how people will be very windmilly in the in the yeah. beginning so there's no they're not slow taking their time and just getting them to look in the mirror even go side on and just getting them to uh keep their hand out in front and i had one of my swimmers who i coach online she sent me a video of her just practicing the recovery and the catch just out of the water because she didn't have access to a pool for a, a week or so and yeah, right. uh, it was actually interesting to see because yeah I, I would rarely sort of analyze someone out of the water right but one of the things that we saw there was um she she was just she was windmilling she wasn't keeping the arm in front and some of those areas that we or faults in the stroke that we were trying to work on in the pool they were coming out out of the water and so it was actually really useful and so uh, the next video she sent, her timing was a, a lot better and she was front quadrant. And um, and I'd like to think some of that was from actually just seeing what happened out of the water and then getting her to make those adjustments. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting with that, isn't it? Like there's a few different approaches and because yeah. it's so much harder to change things in the water, if you can't get it right out of the water, it's unlikely it's going to happen in there too. So it can be, an, it's another tool that, um, that our disposal is um yeah yeah, yeah great idea practicing that in a mirror yes because yeah like i said before you can't see yourself when you're swimming so just sometimes seeing seeing what you're doing in the mirror even though it's out of the water that's a good idea what do you i just i look at myself in the mirror too much that it just it immediately <laughs> came to me but <laughs> not true <laughs> Only a little bit true. yeah so you, you, right. you did touch on the on the third foundation there which is all about the timing so yeah the whole windmilling <laughs> and going against that and and realizing why, um, you know, just just realizing that we always want to stay long in the water. Um, you never want to find yourself at a point where one arm is already dropped and the other arm is still in the air because, you know, you're just not long. You're going to fall down. Well, not fall down, but, you know, you're going to sink a little bit. Um, and just, just always having that one leading arm out, waiting for that one to come forward and then just taking over. Just, just take over just before, um, just keeping yourself long um that that cue usually seems to help quite well um take, take over like the taking over yes. yeah i was yeah. just i was about to say I, I i haven't haven't heard that one before i like it i'm gonna mm. probably steal it from you um that's <laughs> <laughs> that, that's it's, that's a it's a great one because when the way i've sometimes described that position in front when the lead arm is out there and you're on your side i described as like the base position you the position you always want to return to you're basically yeah. going from your right side to your left side 
and it's essentially yeah one arm taking over the other arm out in front of you so yeah it's a, it's a really really good one yeah, uh, yeah. so the, the way i like to practice it first is with the, the good old underwater switches um so you know in the recovery bring your arm forward underwater because usually when you start lifting something out of the water in the back something drops in the front so it's it's a lot harder to keep that that leading arm out so just by bringing just doing your normal stroke underwater but then bringing your hand forward underwater um and then you can you can even almost look at your hands like we always say look down but you know every now and then have have a look at your hands and just before you get to the front just take over or even do it with a full catch up first just go full opposite to start with um and then just take it back a little bit with that just taking over before that that seems to seems to work really well that's good and are you getting them to do that uh on their side a little bit when they're reaching forwards and then coming through and then swapping on the other side or just getting yeah. them to do it yeah yeah right well firstly you know step by step but yeah in the end of the day it's a great opportunity to to practice that rotation as well and, and get that going because it's quite natural that rotation like as soon as you kind of mm. start pulling your arm back and, and reaching that side, your body automatically wants to turn. And a lot of people in the beginning think that that's wrong and they fight it, but it's actually, you know, you just want to go with it. You just kind of want to swing from side to side, get into the rhythm and, and just glide through the water. Um, so yeah, definitely get the rotation involved there as well. That's excellent. And uh, what about the, the, the fourth thing, the final one after that, where do you well, go? Final one is the one that people have most issues with, but you first have to get all three right before you can get to your breathing. <laughs> it always makes that in a good way. It makes me laugh when people come up to me and say, oh, I've got issues with my breathing and swimming. And I'm like, well, we can all breathe, but you're doing it now. <laughs> you know, the other issues with your breathing, there's obviously some bigger things um, in, in really in the foundation and the basics of your stroke that are, um, making it hard for you to to get a good breath mm. in. Um, so usually by by going back to the basics, and it depends, of course, on the swimmer. Like you know, have a look at what they do. If if their body position is good, um, you know, it might be another foundation. But usually it comes down to just that basic body position. If if you're swimming with your legs down and they're hanging down, um, and you try to breathe, of course you're going to lift your head up to take that breath. Um, that that's just what's going to happen. So if you if you correct your body position and really get into that flat horizontal body position, um, it's going to be a lot easier to just go from looking straight down to just looking to the side and having that one eye in, one eye out in the water um, body position to take it just just a relaxed breath. Because the thing as well is if you start lifting your head to breathe, you just stretch your neck and it just makes it so much harder to breathe as well. Um, so, yeah, the, the fourth foundation is really just that final step where we can finally take that snorkel off <laughs> and, um, and start start working on the breathing. I find that a lot easier to really just get everything right first and get them comfortable with that, feeling relaxed, because if you're not relaxed, your breathing is always just going to be at the top of your lungs and it's, it's going to be the short, short, shallow breaths. Um, so if you can get everything right first and just feel comfortable in the water, um, the breathing is, is doesn't seem to be an issue anymore. It's just something extra we do and it just happens and no issues. Yeah. Yeah. There's certainly, uh, I mean, it's, it's one of the main things, isn't it? That can, um, cause people to, to 
their swimming is that breathing. But as you said, there's so many other parts of their stroke that can be making it hard for them to, to breathe, like not having the timing. If there's nothing in front, you're not going to be balanced. It's going to take over because they're heavier. And, um, and then same with obviously uh, body position and all that sort of stuff. So it's, um, yeah, it's right. We've got to get those just basic balance and um, timing yeah. and all that sort of stuff, stuff, right. And um, in terms of uh, going through all of that, do you, uh, is, are you talking about more when you're doing like private lessons and that kind of thing, or are you sort of throwing a few of these things in for your, your squad sessions that you're doing? How do you like to sort of approach it? Yeah, well, it's, yeah, obviously with private sessions, you get the luxury to just, you know, guide people through whatever level they are and just help them, help them move on. So sometimes it's, it's so much better to get someone who's totally new to swimming and you can just really just take it from the basics and, and get it right straight away. Um, a lot of times it's a lot harder when someone, you know, has been swimming for 10 years already self-thought and, and now they have issues with their breathing or, you know, they can't get their, their hundred freestyle under the two minutes. It's like, okay, we have to go back to the basics. And they're like, oh, no, no, I got, you know, I, I have the basics. I can swim. And I'm like, I get that. But obviously, you know, sometimes by just going back to the basics and making sure you have it all right. I and, mean, you know, it doesn't have to be all, you know, the fun foundations that we just talked about. You might already have, you know, a great body position, but there's just some other things um, that we can work on. But yeah, just in those private sessions, you can just cater it to um, to how they're going. And some people pick up really quickly on, on some of the exercises, like if they've been doing other sports in their lives and they're, you know, they're pretty active, they seem to really understand how their body works. So it all goes a little bit quicker. Um, but um, yes, of course, in the in the in the squat sessions that we do or the, or the group sessions that we like to call them, because some people tend to get a bit scared of squats. <laughs> um yeah always like we, we always do a little warm-up and there's always drills like it just it's just a great way to set yourself up for for a good swim i do them as well every time i swim just a nice easy warm-up to just get the muscles going and then you know depending on what the what the set is so if it's um if it's kind of like a long distance set it's i i prefer working on my body position and just getting in a nice streamlined position before i start um, if it's a sprint set, I like to work on really that grip of the water. So potentially some sculling or, you know, just, just kind of adjust the drills to what you're trying to do in the set. Uh, but yeah, it's, the, the main thing I'm just trying to bite and educate people on is if you want to get better at swimming, you have to follow some kind of program or, or do some different things like just jumping mm. in the pool and, and swimming a kilometer. It's just, you know, if, if that's what you like to do and, you know, you're not training for any race or anything, go for it. But if you if you really want to get better at swimming and faster and, and tackle some races and stuff, you just, yeah, get a coach, you know, find someone who can help you either online or someone local and just, just get some help and really improve and, and develop your stroke and your fitness, your swim fitness, because it's, it's a lot different than moving on land. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. There's a, a, few, a few that uh, I want to touch on. And the first one is just like going back to basics. I had a, a podcast a couple of weeks ago um, with a guy I've worked with for maybe going on three three years now from memory. And uh, he just basically went back to basics a couple of weeks ago because he, he found his open water times had just, they dropped off about 30 seconds per hundred from his pool times. And 
so he was just like, he was just like, okay, I need to just do something. So he went back to basics and going through this eight week course I put together and we start with like, just like how you're breathing. And then we go to, you know, some balance stuff. And, um, and after a couple of weeks, I think it was four or five weeks, he finally got his times and he was swimming well. And, um, and he's been swimming for, for quite a while and I've worked with him for ages, but he just went back to basics and was yeah. able to swim, improve and it doesn't matter who you are or where you're at, like just some of those basics, they, they always have to, yeah, you always have to go back to them. And I was listening to, I don't know if you've listened to this podcast with uh, Dean Boxall, so Ariane Titmus's coach, and uh, it was with, so Brett Hawke and Dean Boxall, and he was just talking about like some of the things that, that they would go through in a session. And he's like, every session he's, he's watching his, he was talking about Arnie and saying like, yeah, I'm, I'm watching her and uh, head position is not right. I've right, got to get that down a little bit. And this is like the fastest swimmer in the world for, yeah. you know, for 400 free, 800 free and, um, or sorry, 200 and 400 free. And even there you're looking at head position, right? It's a pretty basic thing, but you're not, he's not getting it right every time. She needs a coach to be able to exactly you know, be on her so case about it to let her know. Yeah. I'm so happy you said it as well. Cause I've, you know, over the years, you know, you meet so many different people and, and, and some people, you know, just take it. They go, right, okay, we're going back to the basics. And, and some people need a little bit of encouragement to to go that way because they think that they're very specific about the issues that they have and that's just what they want to work on. But, um, yeah, actually going back to those basics, it's, yeah, it's the key, I think. Yeah, and it's, I mean, I, especially with, with adults, particularly those that have swum for a long time and they just love the fitness or the social aspect yep. of it um it's yeah each to their own um nothing wrong with just just wanting to go and knock out a, a workout but those yep. that do want to improve and get quicker you're right probably got it you might need to change something up you probably gonna have to change at least something about your your technique and um and be open to a bit of bit of feedback there or change the type of training you're doing so it's going to and keep that makes the same it exciting as well doesn't it like just just getting yeah. something new to focus on like you know it's that that makes swimming interesting there's always something that you can work on and you know just just getting those little things right and then seeing you know seeing your times getting better as well like that's that's the excitement really yeah it's it's so true and i had a uh a, a guy chris who i've been working with on the episode before this and he was saying that uh he he was going through this um this catch challenge course that i put together and like there's like a drill a day that we we go through and he just tried it and it, and it worked for him and he was like okay so drills yeah all right drills you know and i think a lot of people are, are like that they go oh it's a drill and you just you just go through it but when you know the purpose of it and the yes. reason you're doing it and you know how that's actually going to make you faster as a swimmer it's so much more motivating. So he's saying now with his running drill, because he was a runner, he's gone back to those and started doing them again that he used to do like 10, 20 years ago as a, as a runner. But now he's like, okay, work, but I've just got to be specific about them and actually have some intention with them. Yeah. I think that's, that's an important part. Like you, you got to know why you're doing these drills. If you're just sculling for the sake of sculling, yeah, pretty boring. But if you're sculling really that, you know, that intention of, of finding more, grip on the water and, and getting your feel like yeah it, it just it just makes it a lot better like understanding why you're doing these things yeah absolutely and uh and you've got have you got a camp coming up in, in yeah so on on this four foundations um way of teaching um i thought i would just throw a retreat in there because Port douglas is such a beautiful place to swim and every time i post photos of our pools people are like oh i wish i could swim there <laughs> so i thought i would just make that happen 
Um, so the first one is um, the first weekend of December. So I understand that not everyone can travel here at the moment, but um, yes, if, if you can, if you're in Queensland or I believe South Australia at the moment can travel here. Um, yeah, it'll be great to see you up here. Um, it will be a pool-based um, training weekend because um, it will be the summer months, which means that we can't swim in the ocean here, unfortunately. Uh, but the pools will be nice and warm and the sun will be out. So it'll be a great opportunity to exactly go back to those basics and and really work on those foundations and yeah you'll walk away knowing which foundations you can really work on a bit more how to do that and and hopefully that will help you to get your times down and and reach your swimming goals awesome and uh we'll put the links in the show notes but um that'll be on swimfitforlife.com yes yes yeah, and I um, obviously uh, am working on an actual online program with these four foundations as well. Um, hopefully that will be um, launched soon too because, yeah, I just I just want to spread this knowledge and I'm sure you're the same and that's why you're doing these podcasts. Like you, you just realize that you have this this knowledge that can help people and I just I just want to make sure people enjoy swimming and don't see it at that that hard thing that you know if you do a triathlon let's get through that swim and then start enjoying the rest of the race like let's just make swimming that enjoyable way of exercise and way of movement that it is yeah absolutely and um uh, yeah that, that camp would be great and i'm looking at you you, you look like you're, you're warm up there and here i am <laughs> considering whether i should go and get a rug from the uh from the living room because i'm cold yeah. <laughs> and uh I'm pretty quite envious of you at the moment I haven't had warm weather for a very long time so yeah well and they were just saying on the news that it was raining all over Queensland but we've got blue skies and 32 degrees at the moment so <laughs> yes yeah, definitely come up and the retreat will be at the Sheraton as well so I mean what better place yeah, Treat beautiful is- spot up there yeah, yeah. well uh, Irene thanks so much for being on the podcast and great to catch up again I know it's been a uh, a few years but uh, yeah, great to have you on. And uh, is there uh, um, anywhere else you'd like to direct people to, perhaps your Instagram or? Yes, yes. Well, there, of course, there's the SwimFit um, Instagram, which is um, SwimFit with Coach Irene. Um, and then there's the Facebook page as well, SwimFit for Life. And I, yeah, when, whenever I, I have those light bulb, mo- bulb moments, I like to write a little blog or, you know, post something on, on Instagram, whatever I can do to help people to, uh, to make the whole swimming journey more enjoyable more fun so yeah keep keep track and and yeah hopefully um i'll be able to help some more people out love it thanks very much thanks so much brendan thanks for listening to the effortless swimming podcast if you'd like us to help you become a faster more efficient swimmer go to www.effortlessswimming.com